Welcome to the fifth episode of the Rum Diaries where we discuss life, the relationship, and everything in between over a glass of rum. I am with my co-host, Caitlin, mommy, chula, sexy ass. How are you today? I'm great. So today we want to get into real quick into, uh, you know, we've had a fun week. Uh, we have led the four podcasts that we've recorded kind of linger around so people can catch up. Um, and we actually got quite a few listens and good feedback from people that are close to us or people that don't even know us like that. Mm-hmm. And it's been good. Keep giving us feedback. We need it. We appreciate it. And we're not too hard on ourselves where we can't take any good or bad criticism. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel on your side of things, like your friends or whatever? How do you feel You know, the feedback has been on your side? Um... I'm not as boisterous as you are. I'm obviously the more quiet one. Mm-hmm. Um, so today was the first day I really blasted anything yeah. on social media, on Facebook. Uh, but my closest friends, um, they like it. They laugh. My sister and my mom have been probably my biggest. Well, Aunt Shelly. Yeah, Aunt Shelly, man. She's Aunt Shelly, solid in this panty. Um, they're like our biggest fans. And the thing is that we're not trying to be funny. Mm-mm. I think people are trying to, uh, people find humor in the normal stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's what, what we wanted from the get-go and what we will continue to do because. So I like listening to podcasts to people I can relate to. Yeah. That's always nice. So. I think that's, we just want to be original, something real, something people can relate to. Yep. Um, you know, I got to say, you know, more people want to hear about you. And I know as a person, you're, you're kind of shy and reserved, but you also can be very loud. And, you know, you, you can voice your opinion very loudly if you choose to. Mm-hmm. But I think people are getting the... Uh, point that you know what you bring obviously you're my other partner you're my other half to this and people are like yo we want to hear more about Caitlyn so well I mean if you didn't talk so much uh, eat <laughs> a bag of uh, you know why I'm not gonna say it um, I'm just kidding no I'm if I have more to say or exaggerate or yeah, whatever say I'll say, say it. it and yeah. I'll talk but but there's no need for the extra either. Like, I know you. I'm not extra. Nah. I'm just right. Oof. Hell yeah. Just like that. Oh, yeah. So, guess what? Um, we <laughs> we <gotta> <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I love you. Um, we have a good chemistry as, like, the main reason we started this podcast was because we've had good conversations Late nights when we're sitting on the couch. So many conversations that were like, oh my God, if people could hear us right now and yep. the conversation that we're having, <laughs> we would be like blown up everywhere. Yeah, and, and it's not like we're talking about bad things or anything like that. It's just like, I think we're talking about things that we don't hear often and we're like, man, I know that people can relate to us. I know that there's a crap ton of people that can be like, oh, dude, I get that. Or, oh, hey, girl. I feel you. 
-hmm. You know, look at your cat. We have a little kitty in the house right now. She's just trying to make herself comfortable. Mm -hmm. So one of those things, like, we don't have to be relatable. We know we're relatable. And it's, it's like, let's make a podcast. So right now, episode five, in two and a half weeks, we feel very thankful for the feedback. We feel very blessed to be in this position and to be able to make content. And to be honest with you, I didn't think we were going to receive this big of a response over our podcast. I knew we had something great in our conversations, but I think people are starting to see that. And thank you for all the listeners. Please keep coming back. Please subscribe in your favorite platform. Um, we're seeing all the analytics and what we're people are listening from. So thank you so much. And um, let's jump into uh, the meat and potatoes of today. And cheers, let's mommy. Boop. Mm, mm, mm. That's a good drink. All right. So my brother-in-law sent me some questions that I thought they were freaking hilarious. So. Right there. <laughs> they don't laugh. Oh, man, Miguel. All right, so these are just random questions. We're going to start off today. We have a very, very uh, current topic that we want to talk about that it affects our own lives. But before that, let's start something with something light. So, you ready? Mm -hmm. All right, so first question is, if two vegans are fighting, is it still considered beef? Yes. <laughs> For both of them or just one of them? Or, or whoever started it? Both, because beef is like slang for I got an issue with you. But what if only one of them has an issue? Does the other one get a beefified by default? Mm. Mm. All right. Next question. What you got? Okay. How come your lips don't touch when you say touch, but they touch when you say separate? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this is one of those. I encourage everybody, listen to us for a second. How come your lips don't touch when you say touch, but they touch when you say separate? <laughs> that sepa separate, <laughs> it touches right there. Food for thought, try it out at your house with your significant other. All right, next question. Since you get out of the shower clean, why is your towel considered dirty? You know what? I never thought about it this way until like he sent this stupid shit to us. I'm pretty no 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 way. Okay, I'm pretty sure. A while back, when we were just getting to know each other, we had a conversation oh, with coworkers up right now? in the office about taking showers and using the same towel. And you said with your bougie ass, oh. every time I take a shower, I use and you you took like two showers a day you needed a new shower or a new towel every time and me and another person was like yeah but you're clean when you're getting out of the shower Yo, and, so, and you couldn't wrap your head around so that. now that you say it that way and now today in talking like this I get what you were saying then uh, I, I had an OCD problem with certain things and the whole shower shit and the towels, like, for me, was a thing. But now that you, you know, that I see it this way of, okay. like, okay. I'm coming out clean. Why is it dirty? All right. Now you use the towels for nine days. All right. Moving on. <laughs> okay. If tomatoes are considered fruits, 
then isn't ketchup a smoothie? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking gross. Gross. Yo. All right. <laughs> Yo, think about that one. We're going to move on past this one pretty quick. If babies are nine months in the womb, why aren't they nine months when they come out? You know what's, fu- you know what's pretty funny? Hmm. When I lived in Korea in the military... And we met people like friends or girls, whoever we were partying with. They were asking us our age. And they said, American or Korean age? And I'm like, what in the heck? Turns out, Koreans count, count the time in the belly. Hmm. So those motherfuckers were like a whole year older than us. And I'm like, no, you're not. Right. But they counted it. Hmm. So guess what? Certain cultures do think about that. Mm-hmm. All right, what you got? I'm going to go right to the last one. Okay. Okay. If you are sitting on the toilet taking a poop at 11.59 p.m. and clock strikes midnight, (laughs) isn't it the same shit, just a different day? Right? It's the same shit, different day. Does it count when you wipe? Is that when you culminate? Like, is that when you finish? No, okay, you're sitting on the toilet taking a poo. No, no, I get it, I get it. So let's say you're taking a poo from 11.55 to 12.01 and you wiped at 12.02. I don't get what you're saying. That's a shitty ass for those. You went from a day to another day with a shitty ass. Yeah, I guess, So yes, you know what? Yes, it it is is the the same same shit. shit, Different day. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Wow. Whole new meaning. Cheers. All right. That was now, my favorite one. Oh, we missed one. I know. Okay, you can say that one. Okay, I can say this one. What exactly was was the person that milked the first cow trying to do? I always thought about that. It's like if I squeeze these udders, I almost call them titties. Udders. Like, golly, you know what? No, you know what? It was probably... A baby cow drinking from its mother. No way. And human beings being the way that we are. I wonder if we can drink that too. Yeah. Guess what? 90% of the population is lactose intolerant. And somebody intolerant. went over and <laughs> <laughs> squeezed its little nip-nip. Yo, udders, mommy. Udders. Whatever. Nip-nips. Ugh. Anyway, so let's get into today's topic. Uh, we want to centralize it about something that is very near and dear to us and that is a topic of interracial dating or different cultures I don't want to say interracial because people usually think of interracial just think black and white yeah but interracial can be Asian and white you know what I'm not going to get into all that but anything anything that's different than same culture relationships and I grew up in Puerto Rico when I'm surrounded by people that look different. They can pass as white, they can pass as black. Some might even pass as freaking Asians. But I grew up in a very diverse uh, culture that where everybody looks different and racism is not, it's very slim, right? Uh, it's not that big of an issue with racism and the first time I experienced racism was in the States when I moved here. So wait, <clears throat> let me ask you something. Um, 
I know you say that there's multiple people in Puerto Rico, mm-hmm. light, dark, but what if my two little boys, what do you call them? Canitos little? Yeah. You know, so, which just translates so, to like, you know, little white boys or whatever. Right. Say we went on vacation mm-hmm. and my boys went over there. They're going to stick out like a sore thumb and they're going to be treated differently. Um, not necessarily. I think they only stick out when they open their mouth. Not necessarily on looks alone. I think looks alone uh, is not going to do it in Puerto Rico. And that just, look at my sister, look at my dad, look at my cousin, sister. So kind of the same thing here in the States then. Because if you have a light-skinned Puerto Rican that comes here, kind of looks like they're white, but the moment they open their mouth. Exactly, but hear me out. I don't think it's racism so much in Puerto Rico, but they probably think it's cool. Oh, the American kid and whatever, they're different in a cool type of way. Mm. Because and Americans here. Americans are cool in a lot of different nations. Like, I've traveled all over the world, and people are like, oh, shit, you're American, sick, 50 Cent, Tupac, Biggie. And that's not what defines us yeah. at all. But that's how culture it is in different parts of the world but going back to the whole you know different things you know when I came back to the states you know when I moved to the states nobody was racist towards me I just saw it mm-hmm. right and I was like oh shit it's black and white thing what the fuck is going on and then you know I went to middle school in the 2000s and as I was going into my late teens 20s interracial things started being like this big situation with like oh my god and even from like my parents and stuff like that, get yourself a Hispanic girl. Mm-hmm. And I think that's out of like culture and, and and innocent ignorance, if that makes any sense. Yeah. I think they wanna be with, you know, it, it's a comfort thing. Yeah, same thing like yeah, yeah. my dad would've wanted me to be with a white boy, you know, not yeah. necessarily white. I mean, I mean, because as a Puerto Rican, you're probably mixed with multiple different things. Yep. As a white girl, I'm mixed with multiple things. We're all you know, coming from like, the same shit at the end of the day. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's 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 insane how people just want to put a label on stuff. And when it comes to all that stuff, it's like I don't think our parents meant any harm by it. Yeah. I think it's just, it's just cultural like and right. generational. It's bro. The generational mm-hmm. shit and... Kind of like what Miguel was talking about. Um, the generational demons that this is just passed on from generation and to it generation. Go- yeah, and it goes on and, and on. Yeah. And I think unconsciously we put a stop to it. I don't think we were trying to. We decided love human for human and not what they look like, right? Yeah. And I think that's what it comes to it. Uh, mind you, cultural differences come with a lot of shit in a relationship. Um, so we're going to talk about a few of our differences that we work through, that we're sensitive about, and, you know, that we we deal with on a daily basis, right? So I want to start with, you know, family. You know, too often you see people from different backgrounds, and sometimes it's even like Mexicans and Puerto Ricans. 
you know, uh, huge rivalry for years, for ages actually. Boxing has been our number one thing that we clash on. And, you know, people say, like, oh, what are you? Oh, they were Mexican. No, fuck out of here. I'm Puerto Rican. It's like, oh, don't call me that. It's something stupid, but you know, like, hey, we're both Latin Americans, Hispanics, whatever, but it's that difference there. And, like, my sister, Kiani, she is an American, same sex. And, you know, her wife is Mexican. She's Puerto Rican. And for a lot of people, they might think, yo, they got to figure it out. They're both Hispanic. Fuck no. Mm. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. You know, Mexicans and Puerto Ricans are completely different. I mean, so many, some words are even offensive for Mexicans and, and vice versa. So it doesn't work that way. It's, it's not as easy as people might think. And it requires a lot of work and understanding and communication. Yeah. And communication becomes a big factor because for families, you know, you're, you, you're walking into each other's family and you're like, all right. Are they going to like me or whatever? You know, and I had, not anxiety, but I had a little bit of like, oh my God, it's Kaylin's family is going to like me. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know them. You know, well, I didn't know them. And in my head, I'm like, oh, how are we going to get through this, you know? Yeah. You know, your family, obviously, is American, white, from here, from Michigan. And you guys do, you guys have a giant family. <laughs> and it's intimidating for me because I, I have a giant family, but I'm alone here. Yeah. There's no family for me here back off or fall back on in Michigan. So it kind of sucks sometimes, right? So one of the main things that really brought me close to them was they do this Labor Day camping situation at Miss Shelley's Manor, <laughs> you know, her place, which is uh, a place with a lot of... Uh, they got a lot of space. They property. Property. You know, they host the whole family there and they go camping you got tents you got RVs you got the whole nine yards and never met her before to the last time that I went camping and by the way whoever gets invited to camping it's not just anybody it's like a special VIP you know hey you're part of the family come here so I got blessed to be invited and, and go to that and the way she welcomed me was in the funniest shit ever because she 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 made fun of me. <laughs> she made fun of me on a West Side Story Puerto Rican shit. And I wouldn't have wanted any other way. Mm-hmm. Because one, before I got there, she knew I was Puerto Rican to make that West Side Story bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you just don't come up with that out of nowhere. And you just don't say that. And that was her way of like, hey, motherfucker, welcome, right? She gave me the house rules, gave me everything else, no F words. <laughs> Sorry, Miss Shelley. Sorry, Miss Penny. Uh, but they welcomed me like family. Never for a second did I feel like they're treating me a certain way because of my color, whether it was good or bad, because of the color of my skin. Mind you, I have my kids with me, which my kids are interracial. They're white and Puerto Rican. And they treated the whole interaction like, hey, humans, I don't care your background. I don't care about anything else. You're a human being. 
regardless of your race, and if you're treating so-and-so with respect, that's who she chose to be with, we respect you and we fuck with you. And that says a lot because a lot of people are disregarding that. People start with the color of their skin or whatever history that color has, Mm -hmm. and they judge. And it goes vice versa. Mm -hmm. How do you feel like We've been together for almost three years. Like, how do you feel it's been as far as, like, I mean, this is an adjustment for you as well. But how do you feel, like, it's been difficult for you or challenging? Honestly, like, challenging for me because I'm with a Hispanic man? No, not at all. I've always been, like, I've never seen color. I've never that's never been an effect on me. Um, I always look at the person and who they are on the inside. Um, People around me may make me feel a certain way, but you being who you are, no. And I think you can kind of talk to that too because I'm so laid back with your culture and everything like, so like, like you apologize sometimes for watching certain things, and I'm like, I don't care. Like if so anything, like I, feel, I so, feel like the yeah. rude one for being ignorant because I can't speak. Like I know some stuff, but I can't speak Spanish, and so like, I feel ignorant for yeah. that. So you know it, Spanish and you know English. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know English, and I know certain Spanish words, like. I feel like I'm the ignorant one, you know, and you're yeah. sitting over here apologizing to me. So, like, you know, just to bring that into context where she's talking about, you know, the whole apologizing thing, um, I watch, you know, TV on the regular that's Spanish, and that's only to keep up with what's going on in the world with current slang or terms and just to remain current so my Spanish doesn't go away, period. Mm-hmm. Um, I also speak to my parents almost every single day, and that's in Spanish. So being respectful of her not knowing Spanish, I apologize in advance, and I still do it to this day, and it's something that it's like almost like second nature. Uh, yo, I'm sorry. Or, hey, hey, do you mind that I'm playing this in the background while I'm cooking? And I say that because she doesn't understand. And I think if the roles were reversed and the person wasn't being considerate of my feelings, or feeling like out of the loop or having no clue about something going on, I would at least would, you know, name an apology, but a heads up or like a consideration. Hey, do you mind? Um, Kaylin has been more than accommodating and she's super cool and she actually loves Spanish music, you know. Um, There's not, I mean, there's a cleaning Sundays where we're listening to Spanish shit and she's just, Shaking her ass all throughout the whole house, cleaning with a broom and washing shit and just cleaning everything. But sometimes there's different cultures that don't need a language and you just get it. Yeah. And I think that's the case with us. Yeah. Um, so, like, the music, I can feel, like, the energy. I can feel the emotion with the music. And sometimes I'm like, oh, my God, I love the song. Babe, what are they talking about? Sex. And then... <laughs> 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 well, most of the time most, most of the time. time they're just talking about sex and yeah. having sex but and more sex but there's sometimes you're like they're talking about it's a breakup or 
Oh, good wow, <laughs> what the, we, guys, we have to bring guys. So I'm pouring myself a drink and I'm grabbing ice and we have a candle in the middle. Uh, it's actually something she got me for my birthday, leather mahogany. Mm. And I just literally poured a big chunk of ice into the candle and it turned off. <laughs> good That's job. okay. It's okay. Woo All right. Anyways. Um, so, no, like, if you're playing music, there's songs especially Bad Bunny, that I'm like, yeah, I love this song. I don't know what they're saying, but I love it. Like, I love the emotion, like, the vibe. Yep. And then I'm like, what are they talking about? And you tell me, and I'm like, I knew it. Like, I knew without knowing kind of what was going on in the song. Yep. So, you know what's crazy? I, ah, this is a good topic. So, excuse me. Oh, my God, it's burps. Um... One thing that really, you know, a lot of people don't think about how different cultures are raised. Hispanic cultures, guys in specific, are raised to be machos and hide their feelings and boys don't cry. Which in the American culture is like that a little bit. But Hispanic dudes are, are raised to be like these hard ass mofos that don't cry, you hide your feelings, you work hard. And you don't say shit about anything. And in our relationship, her softness and her willingness to work on certain things that I have been oblivious to because I was never raised that way make me open up in a relationship. And I don't think I could get that with... I'm not trying to be like anything, but I don't think I can get out with a Hispanic chick because the Hispanic chick also knows, yo, this guy has to be this way. So wait. Okay, I'm going to object. Um, Oof. I grew up the same way with men who are very hard, who don't cry, they don't complain, they just do. Yeah. And... You, they work until their knuckles are bleeding and their hands are calloused and they don't cry about it. They do what they got to do and that's that. Um, I feel like you and I, I think that was something that attracted me to you was you had those character traits. Like, uh, I guess like men that I looked up to as growing up, mm -hmm. my father, my brothers, hardworking, put up with no shit, you know, just go and get yours. You had that, but I think you and I have a certain bond and a certain chemistry that I can kind of break you out of that shell. Yeah. Um, and I think, like, I know we grew up in two totally different places, um, but a lot of your upbringing, mm -hmm. I feel like my family reflects those same things. Yeah. And and that's why I think regardless of color, yeah. Me and your family are like tight. You just click. Like you know, we click with everything like a lot of brothers, you know, your mom is awesome and I, if I would have met you that when he was alive, I think we would have hit it off perfectly fine, you know. Um but a lot of people don't think that way. Because a lot of people have the stigma already. Oh, if I get with this person, maybe my family won't like them. Mm -hmm. Or that other person's like, well, maybe they won't like me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you, you get on that stigma of like, oh, shit, yeah. what if? And then it never happens. Right. So, so I can tell you straight up right now, like, I grew up 
as like the white girl in a school like I was the minority in my school yeah I grew up as the white girl uh, me and my sister were like a couple of the only white kids in the school um, so I have that behind me mm-hmm. where I feel like if I were to go because you're kind of living in my world right yeah like you don't have any family here that's, that's crazy because yeah yeah oh go ahead I don't want to interrupt no okay. but I'll come back to that I feel like if I were to be in your world, it would be completely different for me. Like, I feel like you're very welcomed. I feel like I wouldn't be so welcomed because I've already, like, lived that whole thing. Like, I was welcomed, but I was always the white girl, you Yeah, know? people like, point you out. Like, people yeah, can single point, you out. single me out. And I'm sure you've felt that way, obviously. I still feel that way now. Yeah. And and I get that because like we've get gotten looks or whatever going out. We don't. <laughs> Yo, listen, wait, we have we're to going talk down the rabbit yeah. hole. But I know, like I'm not living in your world right yeah. now. But I know that it would be completely different for me if I were to cross over to that side. Yeah, I would feel like the outsider. No, and you know, you said I mean you, me, me, and you hit it perfectly. It sounds weird saying I'm living in your world, right? Mm-hmm. But demographically speaking, there's not a fucking Puerto Rican around here in a hundred mile radius like that. Right. Period. We might have some Mexicans thirty miles from here, or we go to each other. But I don't. We. You handle it so well. We don't come across a lot of. Oh, thank you. But we don't come across a lot of Puerto Ricans. Like, there's not ever a thing where we're like. Oh shit! Yo, oh what? No, yeah. it, it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. You know, um, very seldom do I run into Puerto Ricans or Hispanic for that nature. Only if I go to certain places, right? Um, and I'm okay with it. I was in the Air Force for six years, and I was in a melting pot of people. Yeah. And even Puerto Rico and the way my parents raised me, I can tell different Hispanic cultures by their accents. Off the bat, you've seen it. I, I can tell you, that person's I'm Colombian. I'm getting a little bit better at that, too. I, yeah. where I was so ignorant to that before, and now I'm like, hmm, that person's Mexican. So, you know, we made that, <laughs> so we made that joke of, like, you know, with the uh, Spaniards talking with the, th- yeah. you know, and we've seen a commercial, and the guy's like, I wonder if he used that car for Barcelona, and then he faked the accent of the Spaniards, and he's like, Barth- Barcelona? <laughs> and we started laughing, but I knew Kaylin understood that that was the accent of Spain. And it's funny because you only learn that if you were somebody that, like, knows those accents or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but going back to the subject of, like, living in your world, it's not a negative term. And I want to very, like, or make it very clear. You know, if you were in Florida around the biggest population of Puerto Ricans in the United States, which is Orlando, you be an outsider and you'll be living in our world. I mean, that's just facts, right? Yeah. I live in Michigan. I live in an area where it's like mostly white people. It is what it is. But I'm very loved. I'm very, you know, I never have an issue with people. Yeah. I fit everywhere I go. Um, but once in a while you get those stupid looks. And we went shopping a couple of months ago and I'm very close to your kids and we went shopping and the kids were getting restless they didn't want to fuck with us no more at the mall we had been there for too long 
Right? So we decided to split. I take one, you take one. We got to finish this shit up. So I take the little one, and he's nine. And we're going out, right? And he's super cool with me, super nice. So I'm like, hey, man, I got to try some shit on. Call me to the feeding rooms. We're boys. We live together. I spend every single day with them. So we're dudes. We walk around in our underwear, and we fart, and we talk a bunch of shit. So for me going to the fitting room with him, it's not a bad thing. We just, I'm changing my shorts. I literally was trying on shorts. But <laughs> the white lady that was... I thought hand- it was a black lady. No, no, oh, shit. Yeah, it was. It was a black chick. And I come out of the fitting room with her son. This little dude is like blonde hair with greenish eyes. Looks nothing like me. <laughs> and the ladies look at me like, what in the fucking fuck <laughs> is going on? And it hit me then. And I made this joke to a ton of people that, hey, that was the first time that I ever felt I was being judged by something. And, yeah, I'm coming out with a little boy out of the fitting room. Yeah, you know? it looks kind of, I probably would have looked at no, I probably wouldn't have. I'd have been like, oh, but, but most people. Yeah, but that's my guy. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. my dude. Like he didn't think twice. Like, all right, bro, I gotta change this. I gotta change my pants. No. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you know what? To him, in his head, there was nothing wrong with it. Yeah, we're being bros. We're being bros. Yeah. And it sucks because people put that shit on everybody. Yeah, and you know what? We're raising them where they don't see that. It's crazy because that never comes up mm-hmm. with us and even my kids. And it's crazy, though, like talking about my kids. If my kids were to go with Kaylin to the store with her by themselves, nobody. My kids are white and Puerto Rican mm-hmm. and they got pretty skin tones. I, they look like Kaylin, like legit. If you were to put them in a grocery cart with them, nobody would question it. Now, put me in a grocery cart with her two boys. I'm fucked. I'm going to jail. Yeah. You know, I got a blue eye one, green eye one. They're both blonde. Yeah. That shit ain't flying. <laughs> you know, but it's just, it's just the world we live in, right? Yeah. And like, the way we live and carry ourselves, there's no color. Yeah. And when it comes down to it, we got to treat everybody with no color. Yeah. Um. Damn, that's... It sucks because you know what, like call me cheesy or whatever and it's not just because you're my man you're my you're my human it has nothing to do with that like you're one of the most like you're one of the smartest people I've ever met like you're one of the strongest people I've ever met um like I legit admire you and it has nothing to do with your skin, with where you came from. It's about you and who you are as a yeah. person. And if everybody could look at people like that, I think we would live pe- in a better world. I think more people would, you know, go past the stigma of dating outside of their race or whatever the case might be. And, um, you know, I think my parents, legit, I really thank them for raising us even though they had their whole, yo, marry Hispanic girl and whatever. Like, I got, I got to go back to this. So, I joined the military when I was 19. And I want to talk about the Hispanic. 
uh, what am I, that's what I'm looking for. The Hispanic diet is not very good at all. It's high in cholesterol, high in carbs. <laughs> You're going to get fat regardless. It's a lot of rice, beans, heavy meats. I mean, you've had the food, babe. Like, it sits heavy in your stomach. Mm, a shit good. ton of adobo. <laughs> Which is also good. Oof, adobo is just bonerific. Yeah, we use... We use adobo and everything. But we are nowhere near a Hispanic diet, period. Mm. We're very Americanized. So when I joined the military, I've had rice, beans, chicken, meat my whole damn life. So when I joined the military and I was in boot camp and there was rice on the menu, I skipped it. Because it was gross compared to no. what? Mm. No. It, it was oh. not that it was gross. I wanted to change from what I was used to. So when I opened myself up to other cultures, and not just the military, I'm not talking about that. When I started saying no to the same shit, my eyes started opening up. And as silly as food sounds, that was an opener. Yo, the first time I had a shepherd's pie was in boot camp. The first time I messed with a pickle was in the States. The first time I had honey mustard, I was like 25. These are things that are not in the Puerto Rican diet recipes of anything. There's certain things we really don't fuck with. So... When I started opening my eyes and just being like, oh, wow, this is nice. I lived in Korea for two years. I lived in Italy for two years. I lived in Germany. Those are three completely different cultures, completely different food, completely different mechanisms of how they operate. Mm -hmm. But I started, like, blocking my own culture out just to embrace others and see them for what they bring to the table. And I realized, dude, we can all cohabitate together. Like, this is all cool. Why are more people trying it? And more people are not trying it because the social stigma and the shit that's been generational demons <laughs> passed on and passed on and passed on that says, hey, don't fuck with them because they're different. Yeah. And that is the most... Some of the best people that I've met in my whole life are complete opposite to me. Yeah. Period. And people don't see it that way. And even to see it, we still struggle. I mean, we have more acceptance for the gay community. I mean, <laughs> you know, I had a giant eye opening to the gay community when I was in the military because I had a friend that went through a lot of stuff. And my own social stigmas of how I was raised and how gay people were viewed were completely wrong until I spoke with somebody and they told me, oh, this is what I went through. This is why the way, you know, this is why I am the way I am. And I'm like, oh my God. You know, and, you know, I have a cousin, Kiani, that's very happy. <laughs> happy. Mm -hmm. Like, we, we, we just spoke to them today. Yeah. And goddamn, they're gorgeous together. Mm -hmm. Who Who's anybody to judge that? Yeah. And, you know, when we talk about Go ahead, baby. <laughs> no, I was just going to say, like, everybody is so quick to have an opinion and Fuck know man. what's right and what's wrong. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's like, who are you? Who are you to judge anybody You, for you don't know anything. what those people are feeling. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, um, 
and I don't want to, you know, you know, I get too drawn on this, but like, you know, my cousin, well, my sister, Kiani, like, anybody 10 years ago that would have seen her, and that includes my parents, and I'm throwing them on the bus, I don't care, you know, would have seen him like, oh, yo, what are you doing? Like, what is this? Yeah, it's also like a generational thing because the generational demons again. Yeah, like my my parents, not like my mom has grown and she moves on with time. My mom is very graceful. Um, my mom doesn't care, you know. She doesn't yeah. care now, but my dad is so stubborn and stuck. Which in that his was ways. probably a big influence on your mom because that's mm-hmm. how couples are. Yep. Um, my dad is no longer here, but if he was, and if he was here to see certain things, he would be like, nope. And he would, you know, write people off or whatever it is that he felt he needed to do because it wasn't right. Yeah. Wasn't written in black and white, you know? Yeah. So I think, you know, I want to say the past, as a matter of fact, since when I got the military, 2012, when I got out, there was a lot of things that came into perspective and all the things that I learned and the people that I met. And it made me more accepting of everybody. And guess what, Kate? Like, in the military, I never saw more interracial people getting to because it's such a melting pot. Mm-hmm. And not just the interracial. Same-sex marriages, same-sex relationships, it were happening. And guess what? They were fucking happy. Right. So fuck off. Yeah. And what's it to you? Like, (laughs) really, what is it to you? How is it affecting your life? Just like me and you are gorgeous as fuck together. Look at Kiani and Jen. Mm -hmm. Two gorgeous, strong, independent women together. People are making it happen. Jelly. Hell, look at them. I know. They're hot. Beautiful. And, but that's the thing, though. People will overlook all that that they are and what they've accomplished just because they're together. And that sucks. People will overlook a white and black couple. People will overlook a white and Hispanic couple. Or a white Chinese or black, whatever. Right. If it's not the same, people will overlook it because they're like, oh, it's not the same. And mm. I just want to say safely tonight, fuck everybody. Yeah. Love what you want to love. This is my two cents of tonight. This is how I close out the podcast on some on some deep thinking stuff. Okay. Too often we 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 second guess ourselves because of what we thought and sometimes we don't follow our hearts because of pressure, because of what society thinks is acceptable, because of how we were raised. And sometimes it's not completely our fault. But what's our fault is not searching and not looking for deeper thinking and for seeking what feels right. People are not doing stuff because it feels right, because it's what society deems acceptable. If we started acting more from the gut, and not just from the gut, it's all about the heart. If people start talking 
and acting more from the heart. And and don't do it just because everybody else is doing no, it. No. Nope. Or because it's the cool thing to do. Negative, like, yep. I'm gonna go be with a boy or a girl because it's a cool thing to do. Do it because you actually want to, because that's actually you. Yeah, I think you know what? Uh one of the things that open our relationship up more than anything because I told you, hey, this is how I feel. <laughs> yeah. Uh this is how I feel, take it or leave it. Either you like it, you don't. Yeah, and not with anything. Like, I think people are missing out with the honesty portion because I think people want to make each other happy. Well, not each other happy. I think a lot of people are trying to please, please. somebody else without thinking of themselves. There have been many conversations with me and my fiance where I'm like, listen. <laughs> I need to talk to you about this. I feel a little embarrassed to tell you about this. But I still want to tell you. And this is how I am. This is how I feel. This is what I like. This is what I don't like. Chances are, <laughs> your partner's probably dying on the other end to hear you be honest so they can open up as well. And that's the accountability portion as humans that we need to have to ourselves. We have to do what's right from the heart. And you know what? If that other person that you're with, if they can't handle what you have to say from your heart, and if if you guys can't meet in the middle somewhere, then obviously that person's not the right person. And yep. it's better off that you don't waste your time. Yeah, so I'm not trying to put you in this spot right now. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> No relationships comes without issues and turbulations and different things. And I think it takes tough times in relationships to make it through those into better times. And we've had those. Yeah, we've had a lot. We've had a lot of those. And the people that might see us, they're like, you guys are so cute together. We love you guys. You guys are dope. Yeah, they don't know. They don't know what's happening because, you know, behind closed doors or the arguments that we have or the, you know, giant fights and not like that, but like where we're like, we can't stand each other. Like, do we continue or do we go our separate ways? Which have been a question for us many times. Mm-hmm. But communication is key. Interracial, same sex, everything. Let's fucking throw all out the window to say fuck it for tonight. And forever. And it comes down to communication. If it wasn't for us being vocally about, hey, you're hurting me. Hey, you did this and that's why I think of this. We can never understand the other person you can never begin to be like oh damn I have to do this and the the relationship portion is 50-50 constantly Mm -hmm. not when you feel like it not when you think it's necessary it's every day and communication cures all communication Open. Honesty. Communication, communication and honesty. Honest. Yeah, yeah, being honest. 
You can hey. communicate all day long, but not be honest. I think people are afraid to say, hey, let me be honest. Like, hey, Caitlin, I've been kind of shitty. Right. <laughs> Forgive me, please. Mm. I've had my moments. As so, have I. So have you. <laughs> Damn, we yeah. just got super deep on this. But mm. it's important, though. I think people are too embarrassed to say, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. We've cut arguments and fights over, oh, my bad. I didn't see it that way. And sometimes we're so blind to stuff. Yeah. Communicate with your partner, your significant other, husband, wife. Communicate. It's very key. And the more you communicate, overly communicate, because the more you communicate, the more that person knows about what's going on in your head. And I think people end up in divorce, people end up in this because they don't know, really, they know the surface of that person, but they don't know what's going through their head. And I think the more people talk about their fucked up thoughts in their head, the more they're better off. Yeah. Yep. And guys, ladies, do not be afraid to speak about your fucked up thoughts. <laughs> Chances are, your partner's thinking some fucked up shit too. Yep. Think about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I heard some fucked up shit out of Kaylin. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm joking, but I'm being He's, dead ass serious right joking. now. I'm being <laughs> I do have fucked up thoughts. <laughs> But what better way to communicate it with your partner? Yeah. You know, and I know we went from the whole interracial cultural differences to relationships. It's all intertwined. Because we have to put different things aside and communicate better as humans. And thank you guys for listening. I didn't know we are going to have this many listeners. What were we thankful we thank you for everybody tuning in. We thank you for everybody liking our Facebook page and our Instagram. Thank you, Mommy and Aunt Shelly, for being our number one fans. Hello. Hello. Yo, Kiani and Jen, for being our inspiration for this podcast today. Yes, uh, Kiani. Thank you, ma'am. Gave me a voice. Very nice. Uh, um, Miguel. Miguel, our executive producer from far away in yep. North Carolina. Thank you, sir. Um, we love you guys. We want to thank our family for being so supportive and being loving towards this whole process. And this is our new journey, and this is what we <laughs> are loving to do right now. So we are very, very, very blessed to have this opportunity to talk to people and talk about our relationship, talk about our struggles, talk about our happy moments, and talk about our fucked up thoughts. Mm-hmm. So Maybe we can get a little deeper in that one day. Uh, I don't know about that. Yeah, Shut your face. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in again. (laughs) We will see you guys again soon. Love you guys. Love you guys. Cheers, mommy. Bye.